Welcome back to another episode of Oh That's Random Podcast. I am your host, Nerdy G. And today, we're going to talk about love. Love, why you ask? Nerdy, it's not Valentine's Day. It's not February. Are you in love? Did somebody hit you? Uh, did you did a big butt and a smile walk by? What is it? Why do you want to talk about love? Love is always on my mind. Love is one of those things that I feel that we can't go without. I don't think anyone on this earth can walk this. I don't think anyone can walk this earth without wanting to be loved. Let me say it that way. Okay, we've been loved since the day that we. You know, our mothers can feel us in their stomachs or their uteruses. For all you guys guys and gals who want to get technical out there. But when we were in utero, we felt that love. And then from the time we've come out of the womb or we were pulled out uh, via C-section, the moment that they laid us on our mother's chest, that instant connection that bond, that love was there from the beginning. But let me just why do we want love? Why do we need love? Why do we feel we must have love? It's simple. It's human nature. <laughs> it's, hum- it's, it's human nature. It's, it's, it's a part of life. And without love, I honestly don't believe that you can go through life uh, without it. I don't think you can go through life without wanting love. Uh, There's a point in a period in everyone's life where you want want to be loved or you want to feel love from someone other than just your mother, just your close family members. You know, there's the love between uh, a couple. There's the love that you feel for your brothers. There's the love that you feel for your friends. There's love that you feel just for uh, your fellow human being. I just think that love is one of those things where there's no real way to explain it. You know, because love is a lot of things. Love is love is so much that it's one of those things that I I can honestly say that I don't understand. And I don't try to understand it because the same way the emotion of love of what you uh, how you love somebody so much that you're in tears, but not a painful tear, but tears of happiness. And then at the same time, you can be you can love someone so much where they've hurt you. And you still get those tears of sadness. That's why I don't try to really understand love. Because it's one of those things that at times it confuses me. It it, it really does. It really does. I don't understand, you know, you look at love as a positive thing. But love projects so many things that could be looked at as negative. Or some people probably say... Oh, it's not love. You know, fatal attraction, people who are in love, people who are, they say they're desperately in love with you, and 
I love you so much. If I can't have you, nobody can have you. That's that's their version of love. No matter what way you want to cut that pie, it's love from their point of view. And like I say, I don't try to understand love on the level of why do we need it? Why is it the way that it is? But today, I mean, I'm just going to tell you a few things that or talk about a few things that love is, you know, what it can be, you know, the positive things of love, you know, of course, let's get into, you know, the obvious one, you know, the love that you have for your parents or your or the people who raise you, because not not always the people who raise you are your parents. So let's just be honest with you. Let's be honest with that. You know, uh, some of us grow up in situations where we do love the people that have that have raised us, and some of us, you know, we get dipped off into the foster care, or we get dipped off into situations where we're raised by our aunts, our uncles, our grandmas, and sometimes they're not the nicest people, and we don't understand. You know, they say, oh, it's tough love, or I did this because I loved you. Yeah, everything that you did was kind of fucked up. And let's just be honest, when I say fucked up, I mean, you know, oh, I'm doing this so that you won't go out into society and be a bad person. I'm going to make your whole dictionary books uh, and stand in a corner until you understand what you did. Like, for me, I don't understand it. How is that love? How is that tough love? What, what, what me holding dictionaries in a corner going to do what what how is that going to correct my how is that going to correct my mistake that I made I don't know you're not telling me only thing you're telling me is <laughs> you're going to learn from this holding books holding dictionaries once again I don't see it um it's one it's just one of those things you know um some of us grew up in loving loving households where your mom and your dad and, you know, just depending on how, you know, your mom and your mom or your dad and your dad were, it just poured out so much love to you. And, you know, you grow up and you're kind of naive to certain things because of the amount of love that they gave you. And when you go out into the real world and you don't see that everybody or you realize everybody didn't have that growing up, it's it's like a culture shock. I mean, on the other hand, you just ran into the guy who grew up with tough love, and he's you wonder why he has a chip on his shoulder, or you wonder why uh, he or she may be a little bit disgruntled, or you probably wonder why the person that person looks at love like bullshit. <laughs> it's it's how we see. It's how we how we see what love is, or how love is introduced to us once. Uh, we can understand, and not saying that we truly, that we truly will ever understand what love is. But when it comes down to it, let's just be honest. You know, once your cognitive thinking kicks in, it's amazing. I don't know if you guys can remember that day where everything just started clicking for you and. You started understanding certain things that your mom and your dad or the grown-ups around you were trying to sugarcoat. And now the sugarcoat, the sugar, their 
their alleged or so-called sugarcoating isn't working anymore and you understand exactly what they're saying and i guess you know i can call it the the day of ripping your innocence or your innocence away but that's the day that your cognitive thinking kicks in where you are able to think for yourself where you're able to assess and assess and analyze uh situations that are going on and you are able to see things for yourself and you're not just following what the adult in your life is telling you and with the love that translates i mean love translates because once that cognitive kicks in then you can go back and you can process those things from up, up until that point and the way that you view love may just be totally different you know like i say some people might have it where they gotten it too much there may be you know, situations where you didn't get it enough or you weren't hugged enough as a child. And you see that anger fester because you don't know. You know, there's there's the there's the there's the household where love is there but it's it, it it's a it's a it's a cloud it's a hazy cloud of how love is to be shown. I mean, there's love there, and it's just a little awkward, you know? It's, yeah, I know you love me. Uh, there's nothing bad. You're not really giving me tough love. You're showing me that you do love me, but I'm not exactly sure how I am supposed to love you. And I just, you know, there's, you know, there's hugs and pats and high fives and awkward ass just periods. But even that, it's not a bad thing. It's, I know what's going on, uh, or not so much as I know what's going on. I know that love is here, and we just don't know how to make love what we want it to be. So, what we do in that instance is we, we just kind of figure it out, or we try to make it our own, which is not a bad thing whatsoever, because that's what we want, right? Love is a wonderful thing. Love will forever be a wonderful thing. Um, it'll be here when we're gone. It's been here before us. Uh, love is something that is universal. Everyone, once they have love, they don't want to let it go. Some people don't experience love until um, they have their children. Some people don't experience love until they meet that special person who... For whatever reason, the connection between them is just, you know, remarkable or words can't even express like, hey, this person, before you came into his or her life, this person was hell bent saying, screw love, love this, love sucks, blah, blah, blah. And then this one person steps into your life and all of a sudden all things change. That's what love can do. You know, that's that's the positive thing. That's the that's that's the beauty, right? That's the beauty where, you know, I can be down on the world, I can hate the world, but I can meet one person who gets me, who understands me, who who can change who can change my life in just a matter of, you know, seconds, moments, weeks, months, and then I have a whole new 
outlook on life and the world as a whole just because I'm in love. Think about that. Think about the fact that you meet a person and this person loves you so much that it changes your outlook on life. Yeah, that's powerful, right? How is that possible? I don't know. I don't know. Nerdy's not going to try to act like he has the answer to that. I'm not. I'm not going to try to act like I have the answer to that. But it's amazing. It's it, it's it's 100% amazing. Love is wonderful. Relationship-wise, uh, you know, the person, your partner in crime, the one that you're going to spend the rest of your life with, the one, you know, uh, the love that you have for your friends, your brothers, those, those like, a lifelong love of friendship is amazing. Take, for example, my best friend. Hey, Vet. <laughs> Me and this woman right here, we've been rocking since second grade. Right? And I, I, I love her. I love her to death. She's my friend. She's my best friend. And the the way that we feel or the way that our energy is when we are around each other, we can be separated and not see each other for years on end. But the moment that we come back together, the moment that me and her are in the same room, it's all love. It's all happiness. It's all positivity. The energy and everybody can tell. Is that my wife? Is that my is that is that who I'm supposed to be with? No, that's my friend. That's 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 my best friend. That's my friend that I've had since second grade. That's a friendship. That's a friendship love that nobody can nobody can touch. But I know I know for one thing though, that's how my other friendships should feel. No matter how far we may part, no matter how far in between that we go without talking to each other, when we come back and when we do talk, it's like we've been hanging out with each other every single day. I know that's that's my friendship love. That's the type of love that I encourage. That's the kind of love that I promote when I when with my friends. That is my longest running friend. I have another friend. I call him my brother from another mother, Derek, that guy right there. You know, middle school, that's my guy. I'll do anything for him. I love him. We can not talk for years, but when we come back, it's like we was hanging out just yesterday. That's the type of love. Uh, that's the type of love that, you know, you can't replace. You know, that's that, that's something that the friendship is. It's more you connect with the person, you know, you know that that person's going to be there for you. You know that person's going to ride for you. That's that's that friendship love that is it it is it's everlasting. It's everlasting. I can't I can't make it up. I mean it's it is what it is. It's the same way. Like I say, when it comes to you know we already talked about the parents. Your parents are gonna love you whether you're right or you're wrong. Your parents are gonna love you whether 
they're gonna love you no matter what you've done in life. They call it the unconditional love. And it's more of, oh, well, they're your parents. They have to love you. No, they don't. They don't. They don't have to love you. There's tons of parents out there who don't love their children. And they're not scared to say it. <laughs> you know, some parents hate their children just because they're little assholes. And not in the cute little way of being assholes, but just because, you know, for whatever reason, they can't get along, you know. But, you know... There are some parents who says, yes, my kid is a dick. My kid is an asshole. My kid is this, my my kid is that. But I still love them. That's that unconditional love. That's love that you're not going to uh, truly, truly get. Truly, truly, truly get. Um, truly, truly get. I know nowadays that... Um, Friendship waivers, you know, friendship waivers, but the the ones that have a solid foundation that are built, that, that are built to last, it's great. But if you're a person, you know, does something out of the way or, you know, you you yourself, some friends going to say, well, I have to protect my I have to protect my interests if I have a brand or if I if I'm in a public eye or whatever. I have to move accordingly and I got to make sure that I do what I need to do to keep my connections intact. I got to make sure that it doesn't fuck up me feeding my family. Got it. Some friends, you know, will waver in their case, but your parents, your parents, no, they're going to love you. They're going to love you through it all. If you're a serial killer, they're going to love you through it all. They're not going to agree. They're not going to agree with nothing that you did. But they're going to still love you through it all. You understand? That's that un- unconditional parent love where no matter what, they feel some type of responsibility for you. And you are a part of them and they are a part of you. And they're going to love you no matter what. No matter what you say. No matter what you do. No matter, you know, the crazy things you may accomplish. Or the crazy thing not accomplish, but the crazy things that you may do. Period. Then there's the the love between you and your, and your partner in crime. I touched on it a brief already, and I said it. Hey, it's a it's 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 a love that changes your outlook on life. It's amazing. One for one to experience that. I know we go through many relationships. Some of us go through many relationships. Some of us have one relationship, and you know, some of us are lucky enough to meet our partner in crime early in life. Some of us, it takes us forty years or so to meet that person but it's okay because when you meet that person you know and I think a lot of us are scared like don't be scared of the unknown I know it's easy to say don't be scared of the unknown but Jesus when it when it when it involves love when it involves love and you're able to let yourself go and 
this person is letting their self go and you guys are connecting on levels that nobody can understand but y'all too, then ride it out. I know you probably say, Nerdy, what the hell you're talking about? I've been in love before. This shit didn't work out. I was open to my to my person. I was open. I gave my person a try. And then, you know, I'm thinking, hey, this is the person. And then either this person cheated on me or this person, you know, stole from me. Or this person was putting on a, putting on a facade. So, you know what, nerdy? Fuck you and your love. It's okay. But don't let one... I'm, just, I'm here to tell you, don't let one... Don't let one experience fuck up the way that you feel about love. Right? There's going to be different types of love, but you'll know. And when I say you'll know, it'll be some... It'll, it'll be some or resistant type shit because that's what we do as humans. When shit seems <coughs> excuse me. When shit seems too good to be true. When shit seems too good to be true, we push away from it. We're like, nah, not me. Not me. How how's this gonna happen? Yeah, who is this? Who is this for? Nah, this ain't for me. This don't happen to people like me. I don't deserve this. I do you know what my life has been like? Do you know the things that I have done in my life? And I'm here to tell you, you deserve all the love that you that you receive in life. And don't let anybody else tell you different. You need you deserve it all. Every ounce, every bit of it. You deserve all the love and happiness that's given that has been given to you take it understand that some of these some of these some of these relationships that we get in they're just they're they're learning they're learning blocks they're learning sometimes we have to go through some things so that we can prepare for the one that is made for us you have to look at it you gotta you gotta get yourself together because let's be honest with you be honest with yourself. You're not one. You're not perfect. I'm not perfect. You know. You go through relationships and you learn from them. I'll be honest with you, and this is me just being transparent with you. I learn from every single relationship that I've been in. And for me, it's more of let's look at the big picture. Okay, this relationship didn't work out. Why? Don't worry about what the other person did or didn't do. Because you're not dealing with that person anymore. Focus on you. Focus on yourself. And say, okay, what are some of the good things that I can take away from this relationship? What are some of the positive things that are universal that can transfer? So when I get in my next relationship, what are some of the things that I did that wasn't, that that was kind of frowned upon and X, Y, Z. I know people want to, I know some of you out there want to say, nah, fuck that nerdy. I want to, I'm, I'm me. I don't want to change for anybody. No, it's not you changing for anybody. It's just you changing for yourself because you want to be better for yourself. And let's make that clear. You always should want to be better for yourself and no one else. But in route to you being better for yourself, that route, that road that's traveled just might lead you to the person that 
well, I'm hoping that it'll lead you to that, to that person, your partner in crime in life. And when you get to that person, you are the best version of yourself for that person. You've learned some things. You learn like, okay, I can't call females or talk to other females at 11 o'clock at nighttime. And I got to hold another chick. I got to know that um, I can't go out on dates with other uh, other females or, you know, I can't I can't do certain things. Or <clears throat> I have to get control of my temper. Or I can't yell or I can't, uh, you know, punch holes in the walls every time I don't agree with you. Not saying that those are any things that I would do. Uh, I'm a non-violent person. I do have my temper under control, my attitude under control. So, I mean, but I'm just putting it out there. It's one of those things where you have to, and I'm saying this, it's one of those things where you have to look inward. Because some people, they come and they go in your life. There's phases, there's seasons, there's reasons, Right? But when those things come, you have to you have to acknowledge, acknowledge yourself. You're not perfect. No one on this earth is perfect. But love makes it possible for you to continue to better yourself, to meet your partner in crime. And then when you and your partner in crime get together, not saying that you guys are going to be 100% ready for each other, but you're going to be in a, a hell of a better place. For you guys to work together and continue to be better to better yourselves because I mean when you're in a relationship of course the relationship is for you guys to make each other better no matter fucking what if you if you're in a relationship right now and you don't feel that your life or the other person's life is improving or or is improving then you have to think about it. You got to think about your. You got to reevaluate your situation because it should always be a process of growth. We're gonna we're, we're gonna keep learning to the day that we die. We're gonna keep evolving as people to the day that we die. No, there's no reason for us to be stagnant. Love doesn't allow us to be stagnant. Love allows us to push forward and pursue things that. You know, we wouldn't love the positive side of love allows us to get out of our own way and kill those negative thoughts and say, you know what? I can do this. Love can be the fuel that rockets you into, you know, stardom, that new that new CEO position, that new manager role that, uh, you know, that 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 spot on Broadway. Excuse me, I'm sorry. Uh, it may it may catapult you into the NFL. The love of the game may get you to the NBA. The love of the game may get you that championship, whether it's hockey, baseball, tennis, soccer, whatever it is that you enjoy. Understand, love is fuel in a positive way. It is fuel. It it is fuel to get you to where you want to be in life. But understand. That fuel, that positive fuel of love helps you better yourself. You just have to recognize it. And in the moment that you recognize that love is fuel for for you to get the things that you want in life, then you'll get it. You'll get that, like, hey, I know I said I'm going to put this podcast out, and it's 
you know, two o'clock in the morning. I, you know, the day, the day got away from me, you know, I ended up recording another show here. I recorded another show there, uh, got into some editing things and I had to take care of some personal things at the house. I didn't have to cook dinner and then I got to get the kids ready and then I got to sit down and then I got to get a, I got to get a, get a, get a, a, a thought and a breather for myself. And then you say, oh, well, I told the fans, hey, I'm putting up putting the podcast out, I already did my social media thing, putting the podcast out, it'd be out 7 o'clock in the morning, and then you realize, damn, you, you lay down in your bed, and you go, I told my fans I was going to put a podcast out tomorrow, I was going to put out a show, so I have an obligation, but you know what, because I love this, I love to do this, I'm going to give my ass up, and I'm going to go record, because it's the love, the love of something that you're passionate about something that you really want to do. You're going to make it work no matter no matter what. It's fuel because you're going to continue to work hard at your craft. You're going to continue to better yourself and find new ways to become better and be the master of your, cra- of your craft. I can tell you. You can ask anybody who teaches a master class that love is is a part of it is a huge part of them being successful because if you don't have love for what you do if you don't if you're not surrounded by love it's very difficult for you to succeed it's very difficult for you to succeed it's it's one of those things where you just have to kind of know and when you're in the best environment when you when you are in that best environment where love is all around you love is your fuel you can make it happen. Nothing's gonna stop you. Nothing's gonna stop you. I look at some of the top. I look at some of the top uh, musicians in the world. I look at some of the top athletes in the world. You know, you see it in their eyes. But if you ask them, they'll say, "Yeah, if I didn't, if I didn't love this, why would I do this?" Well, yeah, love does fuel me on this. You know, they tell you your passion and your love for the game. You you talk to any one of the greats, you go back and you look at any of the interviews. I mean, even when it comes down to interviews, hell, look at Barbara Walters. Look at some of the great journalists that we have in the world today. Look at some of the great surgeons that we have in the world today. Anything, any profession where you're at the top of your craft or, hell, you don't even have to be at the top of your craft. If it's something that you love and you are kicking ass at it, I guarantee you love is a huge part of it. A very huge part of it. So, love is beautiful. I know, I I know it's a random thought, and that's just what this is. It's always it's always gonna be my random thoughts to you guys, and I I don't mind sharing that. Podcasting is something that I've wanted to do since two thousand and nine. I'm in a great place where I have a great group of friends around me i have love around me i have probably the best support group around me and i'm allowing things to come to manifest and and come to light i'm going to continue to work for you guys i'm going to continue to uh give it my all my love my love for podcasting and my love for people is going to continue and push me forward in the things that 
Nerdy's Umbrella is going to produce coming out in the future, which I hope you all will be there to see uh, unfold. It's going to be amazing. It's going to be something that I 100% believe that it's going to be talked about for years to come. Um, not going to give everything out on, on, on a podcast and tell you all my whole vision, but just know, keep listening to me, keep rocking with me and I'll show you amazing things. I'll show you, I'll show you what love, what the fuel of love can do. <coughs> okay. It's Nerdy's Umbrella. It's come. It, it, it's here. I have three shows right now. Shout out to Oh, It's That Podcast. Shout out to Oh, That's Random Podcast that you're listening to right now that's in your ear. Shout out to the Monster Kill Podcast. Shout out to the Sports Podcast that's coming in two weeks. Understand this is all coming from the love that I have to provide content to the masses. Not six or seven people, but to the masses. I have a voice and I'm going to let it be heard and I'm going to let it be shine. I'm going to let it shine. I have more uh, other content coming. So, like I say, um, this is just a random thought from Nerdy's from Nerdy's brain. Don't take too long to think about it. It was just a conversation. Get back to enjoying life. Love. Go hug someone. Um, this has been Nerdy G. This has I'm Nerdy G, and this has been Oh That's Random Podcast. Until next time, I'm out.